0: To. Welcome to I Am the Industry, the Music Podcast. I'm Billy Smalls, Billy the Kid, Billy Buckeye. I have a special guest here today.
1: It's your girl, Sydney Whitney, aka Sydney, though, but I really appreciate that you got uh, are You know, you know, you know. I this has been playing. a long time
0: <laughs> friend of mine, actually has uh, her own radio show. Um, we're, we're, what's up with your radio show?
1: It is popping. It's called the SLS Radio Show on NorthCoastUnderground.com. So it's internet radio, but you know, it is still. No, she's and you guys
0: play a lot of current music too, you know, right? Y'all you know. don't play Yeah, when I was. No. Out, she actually had me on a show one time, and actually. You were playing. You guys were playing a lot of local artists, with like a lot of current contemporary. But yeah, cinemas.
1: we're we're local artists. We're looking for more people in Cleveland. It's not even Cleveland, but we just don't want copyright re- music because we don't pay for that stuff. So we just like to keep it all all in the huddle. With
0: Inclusive, you. right? Playing Inclusive. like playing everything, you know? Yeah,
1: I mean, it's things I don't agree on, but you know, it's I just like my talk show because I love to talk. So that's it
0: But um. that's what's the word so today what we're talking about and the reason i have this lovely lady on the show is because she's actually a young dj so she's in tune with all the like newer music y'all know me like from all my interviews if you read any of my articles on iamtheindustry.com again uh you can follow us at iamtheindustrymusicco uh follow the uh ig page at Louder Than Music Podcast. Also, check out the website, imtheindustry.com. We have articles, reviews, all of it there. Um, so, as you know, if you follow me, I always tend to talk about a lot of music that's old school. Like, a lot of boom bap, early yeah. 90s, 90s yeah. kind of style, and the wordplay is really sophisticated. Um, I have heard of I have Sydney Whitney on the show to definitely give a different perspective from a, a, a new school. You know, you, you're you're very young. You, you're in tune with a lot of the the newer music. So we're going to what we're going to talk about is obviously the Joe Budden versus Migos uh, situation that occurred on the red carpet at the yeah. BET award show about right that. yes, yes. <laughs> so we're going we're gonna to talk about that and then we're also going to get into you know is the new the new school the cause are they to the blame for it as you know what what what's probably the root of this conflict I mean there's obvious reasons right there's, we're going to yeah. break it down so for those of people who don't know do you want to break it down you want me to break it down what Well, on the red let, carpet let, let me, people know the
1: red carpet was it was it was a lot of disrespect on both ends and Two both ends could've took it very differently at the same time. But you know, you gotta make money. They gotta get the views up. They gotta get people out there. They gotta make a little drama scene. But um, I felt like the grammar of the their position, like Joe Button said, that they didn't really wanna be there. So he felt that if you don't wanna be here, then we are gonna cut this interview. But at the same time, Joe Button being an older person, you didn't have to be like that too at the same time. But then when you take it back, tell me.
0: Yeah, so tell me. Like, exactly. It's just, it's just like a lot lot of, and the thing that kills me is Migos were that let people know too for those who don't have cable, couldn't tune in. Pretty much they were involved, <laughs> so, okay. They were involved so, in more than one altercation. Oh I yeah, remember, Chris Brown
1: too. But I yeah, think, yeah. you know, this is this is all part of the scene. But with Joe Button, basically he was just over there like impatient, like these dudes, these guys ain't they ain't trying to interview. Then you got what's his name? Quite no, not off not offset. Dang
0: it. It's Quavo, offset okay. and takeoff. takeoff. Ah! And
1: I'm not even in telling the news. No, no. New you know, because I'm fans of the Migos. <laughs> I've been I've been fans of the Migos since growing. They were very underestimated and underrated at a certain time and now they're blowing up. But I I feel like that um um takeoff felt some type of way because you know, Quavo right now, he's the top of the charts like he's this is basically like Destiny Child, Destiny Child's actually Destiny's Child T- Destiny's Child. So it's like Quavo is Beyonce. Cool. So when that question came up like so how did you feel like being left out? And, and got the boo. And, and
0: Miss Whitney, one second. Do they call you Sydney Whitney Houston sometimes or is it just Sydney Whitney? No. shout out shout out to uh <laughs> shout out to watching underscore you underscore watching. Go follow him. He says Joe Budden's a ha- an old hater. We're gonna c- talk about that too, right? He
1: might be feeling some type of way. I can agree with that. So? <laughs> I can <could laughs> agree with that. Okay. You think so? Yeah.
0: I uh, thank you for that comment too. Uh again, that's watching is W-A-T-C-H-N underscore you underscore W A T C H N. He said Joe Budden's an old hater. Thank you for chiming in. I, I think. I could see that perspective. But now back to Miss Sydney Whitney talking about breaking down Migos for us because I obviously don't know the whole history of them Basically. either. How many albums do they have out? Like four. Four?
1: Listen. Four albums. They were the first group to like make like a hundred thousand dollars off of like one song or like they were just popped off off taking Drake's song and turning into what's it? What's the call? I'm so bad with names. I'm sorry, you guys. There's a I podcast should be called with Names. This. I'm bad with names. <laughs> I need to be on their podcast, you know, because I'm bad with names. But um, uh. <laughs> no, they were just very underrated. Yes, I felt a very a lot of tension going on when they did have that interview. And yes, takeoff did feel some type of way. Who said I was a?
0: Who said I was left off a bad review? All the memes that came Who's out of that, the by the way, are hilarious. Like, all, it, all the memes, crazy. That like, came you off, said what?
1: You said what? Like, all the, the
0: memes, yeah. all the memes that came out of that are hilarious. Yeah, that's it terrible, is. but
1: but I do agree with Joe Budden. I mean, you're here to do interviews. If you don't want to be there, you don't have to be there. But at the end of the day, Joe Budden didn't have to be like that. He didn't have to be so unprofessional. Drop his mic right in front of them. Walk off. You just wanted something to start. That's a grumpy man. That is a grumpy... Did you see that one video?
0: Watch it, underscore <laughs> you, underscore watching. Wow, you guys, like... Grump- yeah. Remember that movie? This probably before your time. It's called Grumpy Old Man. You need to watch that one time.
1: Okay. It's a cartoon? It's
0: like a sequel, and I think the sequel's Grumpy or Old Man.
1: i know. <laughs> I've, seen it. I've actually seen it. Yes, I've actually seen it. Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> do there. Okay. But no, that's... um. It, it really brings it down back to music to the point that when I heard a lot of interviews with Joe Button, he's very of an old school type of guy. He only feels like old school music matter at this time. Every rapper right now is not doing anything. They ain't spitting no real stuff. But at the end of the day... We could take it back to the 70s. We could take it back to the 60s. And those people that's living, that was living in those times, they could say the same thing about new generations coming from them. So it's a lot of opinionated type things that's going on. Also, you also have the type of music. Joe Bunn just obviously is very grumpy at the time, and it's just...
0: Well, here's the thing. I don't know if anyone tunes into the Breakfast Club, but um, I was talking to someone about this situation, and apparently, um, I think it was Charlemagne and Envy said it is actually difficult to actually to interview to interview uh, new new school artists mm-hmm. because they don't really take things seriously. They're very like not not engaged in those types of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, i mean i so that's why we titled this in part is the new school to blame because you know a lot of older artists they take those opportunities very seriously i have to admit and i'm just stepping back with no bias but when i watched the migos and joe button situation transpire, migos they did seem like like you said earlier you talk they act like they didn't want to be there you know what i'm saying and from a joe button perspective and yes he may have sort of feelings involved in that and all of that but at the same time it's kind of like um, you know, I can't believe they're millionaires. We're giving them airtime and they're acting like they don't even want to be on here. But they, There's like people who work nine to five jobs. Like I would gladly take that position. No, I'll be so ecstatic.
1: But that's the thing. They're millionaires. They have better things to do. They're feeling themselves. They think they're too good to be doing a, a after show BET awards interview. They feel like they need to be on BET make doing a performance. So, they're high-headed right now. They think they don't need to be doing this. These are stupid questions. You got, they they like this. They sit here like, who is you? And then who is you coming at me trying to make a statement talking about I'm out of bad and bougie? They're going to get defended but, because at the end of the day, they hearing this stuff because Quavo is on top, and they're low-key feeling some type of weight, and when things is brought out to the table, they're going to bite you. They're going to snap at you because they're going they feel that way.
0: Well, here's my thing. So... Uh, the whole, but academics, DJ academics, he even buttered, he didn't butter it up, but he said, I'm a fan. He said, you know, God, he, the way he came at them was very respectful uh, from a, I don't understand. That's what I don't get. Some of the hostility from the newer school artist. I gotta see if someone was rolling down their neck and like really, like disrespectful, like, yeah, you weren't on bad and boozy, huh? So what's up then? Like tried to make a joke, but he just said, Oh, I heard you weren't weren't on it. Like he tried to he wanted to ask a question and he asked in a very professional yeah. manner to get such a bland kind of
1: response But at the same time, people made it a little bigger than what it was because at the same time, take off didn't really was he wasn't disrespectful either. He asked him a question. I mean, he mumbled it. Multiple times, it's probably like it caught him like
0: But you said it was kind of a, a very like um sarcastic music. It was, it was, it was like it like was, it was,
1: it was, Yeah. But at the same time it's like a it's like a question that you would ask someone that is an obvious question that you bring out like Are you trying to play me right now? Don't try to play me right now because basically you hear my verses, you saw me in it. And don't say I mm-hmm. was left out because I was actually in it. So he was basically defending himself too. You sure. have to look at it as Demigo is defending himself. So you know. I don't
0: understand the the defense though, like when I like I said when I watched it, I didn't get the first time I watched it. I just saw some DJ academics just asking questions. I didn't get all of that from it. Also, by the way, before before I say that comment, please.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sydney, Whitney, and I always want to add Houston at the end, but. Watch watching underscore you watching. He says, in reference to Joe Budden, he says, but he has nothing currently in rotation, or in the past two years, he's just grumpy. So, and I'm gonna kind of, I get what he's saying. He's saying pretty much, right? Yeah, he, I, I get what he's saying. He's just saying pretty much is just all from, again. But he's not speaking about the the, the demeanor or the attitude of the Migos. You know, to me, that's that's what just gets me. I understand. Like, I've seen Joe Budden act and ask how many means of him came out last year. Remember when he those those kids were like um, pretty much pranking him at his home? He was. You didn't remember last year was a situation. He, he
1: really gonna be a last last man. year
0: there was a situation where apparently there were these kids that were like taunting Joe Budden. They knew where he lived and they would sit outside his house and like prank him or did something like that. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember? Just comment and pretty much they. He caught him one day and like took off the front step, started chasing his kid, and he got in his car. Actually, they got into like a little chase or whatever, and he uh, told the kids, "Don't do that no more. I'll mess you up." And threatened them. And there were memes all over <laughs> IG last year with him, like they put his face on other mm-hmm. like Ricky from Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. They put Joe Budden's face on it, and crazy stuff oh. like that, making him like run and like like he, they were like chasing him. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. So then, um, did you the hot then most recently prior to this red carpet show? Joe Budden was caught with um, a Hot 97 interview when they were asking him about Tupac and mm-hmm. the All Eyes on Me. You, did you get the chance yeah, to see that? He, yeah, and he blew. He really like
1: the truth. You yeah. don't. You don't need to interview anything that you don't know off. You need to get additional. But now, knowledge, notice
0: though. how. Now people are defending Joe Budden in honor of Tupac, but I feel like he he didn't change for the Migos interview. He felt the energy. We weren't there to feel the energies from him. And I feel like what's this attitude? I get this attitude a lot from the new school kids. They don't care about the art. They don't care about the lyricism. This is just from my position. Cause I do wanna go more out of this inner periphery and get out more out into the peripheral area and just talk about the larger picture more about like the new school like what being that you're and, and let's get into that then like let's because we we kind of laid out y'all get the red carpet show right y'all pretty much saw all of that that was going oh there's a flood warning in the greater cleveland area sorry about that uh but my thing is what's so appealing about the do you do you have like are you familiar with tribe called at all? And don't be ashamed to say it because a lot of younger kids don't, or like younger generation may not know all of that. I'm not no 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 no. It's not to be negative or anything. Do you are you do you know like um, Benita
1: Applebaum? Yes.
0: You do. You like that song?
1: Yes, I do. Okay. I I grew up with that song. Cool. I have a friend. I call her that. So you know. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Okay.
0: So listen now. Let's talk about that song compared to. Uh, a newer school song, and do you do you see like what 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 would you say is like the appeal of this newer music? Because Benita Applebaum was very poetic, the production was very the 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 the, the sampling and all of that was very. There was a lot of intent behind, a lot of thought behind it, and it came out as a beauty. You could take the beats away, and you could do an open mic on Vanita Applebaum. You, that's how poetic it was. But so, my question is, what's what's appealing about the new school?
1: What do people? It's like it's, it's basically the new school. It's a trend to us. It's you can take. I give the utmost respect to old school music because you guys took the time to actually sit down and write something that made sense that was a meaning and something positive too, something catchy. Nowadays, you could take one word and you could rap it for three minutes and it's the loudest thing ever. Like, you know, so it's just like, people, every everybody nowadays is artists. Everybody's an artist. Everybody's this and that. Everybody's so creative. But back then, you didn't have computers. You didn't have the media to steal people things, to steal this, to steal beats, to make you yourself like this. So they actually took out the time to get their stuff right, so the music was good. The music made sense. The music was knowledgeable. It made you think, like, dang, he was lyrical. He was this and was that. So it has a lot to do with the new school and the old school I think Yes, they're very far apart. You have a, you have a, you have a handful of artists that got a down pat on music and rapping and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's a new generation. It's ten years from now. We me, I'm gonna be talking about the new generation. Like, what type of music is you playing? Because mm. at the time, you weren't used to that. You, so it's 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 just a, it's it's different. So people have to sometimes be flexible on the music. You don't have to like everything. I know you like some music that's out here now. These younger people, the rap people. I'm sorry, I gotta give a shout out to Young Thug. I love you. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I do. Y'all like what? What would he be saying? (laughs) I know everything what you're saying, young thug. I know, Jeffrey. I know. I know. But, sorry, (laughs) back to what I was saying. It's just, you're going to always have an opinion. You're going to always state your facts on a new school. We're always going to say what you're listening to. But at the end of the day, I can tell that the old school put a lot of hard work into their music. And it was good music. Okay. I could tell it was good music.
0: Yeah. What I get to, like, if I could chime in on the newer what? school experience, I feel as though it's, you guys don't really, and I say you guys, it's like an old man watering his lawn, but <laughs> I'm just saying in general it's more like you guys taking just the sound. Sonically, how it feels, not so much like what you're ingesting, what you're taking in. You know, there was a big emphasis on that back mm-hmm. in the day because it was it was an it's an it's an art form. Now it's just like you don't even have to make beats. Like, oh, that sound good, boom, and I'm gonna just repetitively say something. You and there rhymes.
1: Everybody, so if it rhymes. I really,
0: I'm I'm happy that we have this bridge troll named Joe Budden because you just can't cross and just think you're going to desecrate this thing we call hip hop as a culture these kids like I'm like I like Migos I like their song I like I like I listen to their music and I don't have anything against the new school but then I also think we do need people like Joe Budden to, to give them a reality check I bet after that red carpet experience though that it's it's in their head the you know whatever was going on like you know you just can't run over these, there's going to be people that are going to 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 to, to kind of what do I, what I'm trying to say is there's going to be people that are going to you're going to have backlash. Like, that experience it makes them question something. Like, I feel like he he embedded, that experience embedded something in their, their way of thinking, I think. No. You don't think so? No. Huh. They just, I mean, they think it's just an old man who's a hater, mm-hmm. but it's like he's an old man that represents a certain time. And it's like your granddad getting a belt out on you.
1: But then you got to look at how, you, how old are you, Joe Bud? Why did you have to do that? What, what, what was your purpose of dropping the mic something? in front of them? What Can I
0: say something? When that—that's a good point. When I saw that that incident, I felt like first when DJ Academics and you—do you follow him on IG? Yeah. You should get hip to him and his page. Like he really is funny. He's a great uh, um, um, personality. But when he asked them again, like when I saw him ask the question, and then who was that? Off—who was that? Quavo, Offset, or which? Takeoff. It was Takeoff. Takeoff was like. You know, look like it was, They was literally kind of like, you know, what I'm saying, posturing over academics. They made him look stupid. They made him look like he was trying to offend them, and he did not come off that way. So I'm glad that Joe Budden put, came out with the real kind of N-word status. I no, I feel like I'm glad he had to be there because they were wolfing down on academics. They
1: were. He just and he, asked, so he asked asked just question. made a smart comment. And so books.
0: all Joe Budden did was like he. I'm, it was childish and it was like out of place. Like even academics and the other lady who was the host hostess, it was just like, "Whoa, what's going on?" But Migos got that energy. Like they used. They respond to that. They don't respond. To, it seemed like they didn't respond to nothing else. But That's you
1: honest. have to understand, it's a professional level. They if were they not feel, Okay, but if they didn't feel like they didn't want to be there, this is a two-minute interview. This is not a thirty-minute interview. They were gonna be gone in like 10 seconds. Second off, I will understand if Joe Budden asked that question and take off came at him. He didn't come at him. So why why are you standing up in the mic? Okay, cut it, cut, let's wrap it up. Okay, no, this is three minute interview. Why are you doing so much? You're just trying to make us yourself, you're just trying to put yourself out there. And at the end of the day, that comment is 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 two people. You they took it, they could they kind of took it two different ways. What's his name? The interviewer?
0: Um, DJ Academics. DJ Academics.
1: Yeah. Him asking that question to take off. Takeoff might have thought it was a smart question. Because at the end of the day, you have social media. You he sees these things talking about. They not the Migos, it's all about Quavo. So when he felt like he came out with this smart-ass question, take off going to come back with a smart-ass question to finish up. What do you mean? Do it look like it? Okay. But it didn't get right to Joe Button. Okay, wrap it up while they talking. You could have been quiet and sat there and kept it for 30 seconds. It was not your place. It was no time. Yes, Joe Button, you're grumpy. You are just trying to make a scene. If I were you and I was the manager of this, you would not be on an interview. Because at the end of the day, you were here to interview the Migos. Regardless how they felt, that video could have looked, could have turned around and made the Migos look bad. Yeah. Like, dang, why they attack him? Why they so rude instead of Joe Button cutting them off and dropping the mic in front of them?
0: Yeah, it's I mean, all I guess, about Joe Button
1: right now. Yeah, That's what no, he I, tried to make. That's a trend right now. So it's, it's. I
0: get it too, but again, then you again going back to that other argument with a lot of the younger artists. You know, you have. To, there's gonna be. I don't know if you, there was there's a show that comes on, um, mm-hmm. Lifetime. It's called The Rap Game, mm-hmm. and Jermaine Dupree, You have you heard of
1: that mm-hmm, show? I've seen it. It's pretty
0: cool, right? Mm-hmm. And what he does is he gets, like, the kids prepared to be in a rap. game. they say they want to be rappers. He prepares them for rap music. And one of the things is he puts them in very tense situations. Actually, last season he had the kids um, in a room full of critics. And they were getting questions from, like, all different directions. Questions they didn't like, questions that were easy, questions they thought that were easy, and they fumbled it. And, you know, and all the different personalities of these upcoming rappers, you know, pretty much they all had a different way to, to handle it, right? Well, one of the kids um, was in a room. She was more of the hot-headed type, and she got a question she didn't like, and she almost popped off in the room. Now, regardless of how the question st- like hit her, you got to be Jermaine Dupree's point, and I get it from that lesson, but you got to Especially Nico's been on for a while now. You gotta learn how to finesse situations. You're gonna be questions, you're gonna be situations you don't like. Now, I know of someone being blatantly disrespectful. He wasn't. That, that, no, no, academics no, was not being blatantly disrespectful. Or before,
1: um, take off. Exactly. Well, no, because well, he answered the question back. Okay, smart. right. It was no disrespect, right, nothing. right
0: okay you're right but i'm saying like in situations like when Budden got up like that i could see they they got up rightfully but i think that they should be a little bit more prepared for those those situations because part of the the backlash part of the comedy that's coming out of the situation is his response yeah. blum, blum, look like they're sitting there like this so like this i mean it's rap all rappers sit there like oh,
1: that at the same time Okay, they they but are
0: something. That's cool, but I'm just I'm speaking for the old school. I'm not even really all the way old school because I was like a baby when a lot of... Actually, I discovered a lot of old school hip-hop in like my 20s because mm-hmm. I don't remember all of it, but I, somebody has to be a representative for the culture. Again, it's sacred, and again, you're getting paid a lot of money. I just feel like, Migos, they could be a little bit more...
1: Professional, yes. yeah, and
0: hand, learn how to finesse certain situations and better. learn
1: how to talk. They need to learn how to answer interviews, but at the end of the day, they're hot headed, they're hot right okay. now, so they feel yeah. like they don't have to. What, what you talking about? Oh, I messed up this interview. Are you messing up my money? No, carry on. And I would be, yeah. I mean, you're you get that ego, you 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 feel you mm-hmm. feel in some type of way,
0: but we can't keep making excuses. Like, if I mess up on my job. Mm-hmm. Then there's no excuses. You get written up, or they walk you out the door. They're they're getting paid millions of dollars. I just expected them to be a little bit more prepared for that. They no. could have easily been a little bit more prepared for that. They could have like when Joe Button dropped that microphone and stuff.
1: That was disrespectful. No, it he was It been
0: was. Fired. No, you're absolutely right. That was disrespectful. But let him be a clown. Like he's been, Okay, but, but that
1: wasn't the time to be a clown because that wasn't your place to be a clown. Were we interviewing you? No, we're not interviewing you. We're interviewing the amigos. Let them look like a fool. Don't be the fool. Don't be the fool. The only fool. thing
0: is I can see what you're how you're breaking it down, and it makes complete sense. But then at the same time, the question that's that's unanswered for me is like I said, going back to that Breakfast Club comment. You have Charlamagne and DJ Envy who are very experienced, and they've been you know hand, dealing with artists for a long time. There's something about that situation that sparked that comment for them to say. Newer school artists are just Difficult to deal with, and now Charlemagne is like one of the most open-minded to me uh, personalities. He interviews, he'll deal this, I'll listen to this. He's always dealing with current, contemporary music, and for them to say that—that's what stuck with me. It's like, so what's in this? Like when you broke it down, high like when I first saw it, I'm like, yeah, I would have. It's expected for me it goes to pop up because in the spirit of hip hop, it's if somebody does that, you, you're supposed to do that. I'm not saying that. I mean, I would have. But I what been is individual. it about that exactly? But what is it about that situation? That made that sparked that comment on the Breakfast Club. You know, it's like it made me ponder, like, because what it's, it's is it with these newer about, school
1: artists, though? But like, you said know, what made
0: them say, "What's the problem with new, newer school artists? Are difficult to deal with in general? Like, as far as like interviewing, like, that's just what made they what
1: just don't problem. have the same level of respect for people. They weren't raised the same. I mean, but now thinking of a generation. But let's
0: talk about a lot of the nothing's and that's the thing nothing's changed in the black community as far as experiences right if you talk about like migos being from the street and, and this is how they react we can go back to bone thugs and harmony we can go back to uh rakim and then they they were we can go back to wu-tang self-cracking all those bad experiences but somehow they came out of like do you know you know who the rizza is Yeah, the rizza is like one of the main spokespersons of the wu-tang clan and like he had, you know, come from the gutter, street, crit, all, all of it, you name it, he's been through it. He's, he's that type of guy. Those were the original goons, Wu Tang, you know, and somehow he's one of the most, I think one of them um, is Giza, who has a degree in theoretical physics or something. Like they came out of the ashes, and even back then they were row, rowdy and rough, but you could sit down and watch some of Wu Tang's early experience, uh, interviews. It was one with Method Man at ODB, and they, the, the roughest dudes you want to see Migos would probably think twice before you know what I'm saying it yes. would be it would be an equal So what is but your what, point of this saying this is my that, point. Though. This is my point. I always give an example I always give an okay, example on right, that okay. point. My point is they still knew how to take like, they knew how to come off intelligent. They knew how to still give you, to make you feel where they're coming from. I think a lot of people, their experience is lost in translation only with a certain audience. But the way, like, I'm going back to this Wu-Tang interview, they were able to, like, make everybody feel their experience because they knew how to take the goon shit aside and then they knew how to, like, damn, nah, I feel them. Like, what ODB is saying makes sense. Like, they were speaking on some deep shit when you sit down and talk to them. Migos is like, rub a bad booty. He could have oh, oh. really, like, came up with, like, a, Really like being that they're lyrical. They could have came up with some smart shit and talked about academics. Chubby ass. But the ass, thing is that that's, not, the, that's
1: not. I'm this, just this is not. This is not the generation to be doing that. First off, why do y'all? Say, but, but my
0: thing is, why the new school generation gotta be treated like okay, animals
1: Okay, but the thing <laughs> is, it's not all of us. It's not all of us. It's not. You're, you're talking about the new upcoming, the Migos. Yeah. Kodak Black. You talking about this? But let's spit some real. Let's spit some real. Let's spit some real. Want to sit down? We'll
0: sit we are real sitting quick. down.
1: Sitting down I'm just trying name. Think
0: of the name. Oh, okay. <laughs> we are sitting down. No, um, what's his name? Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. This is I am no, the industry. No,
1: because I really just messed up, and That's I'm. That's cool. so At louder than music name.
0: podcast. At Lauder than music podcast. Follow us. Also follow us at um, I am the industry music co on IG. Check out the website IamTheIndustry.com. This is episode thirty one i believe episode did I say episode 31 yeah episode 31 i'm here with Sydney Whitney local radio personality we're discussing again you know old school versus new school pretty much uh going trying to dig deep into the Joe Budden and Amigos uh conflict um and we're you know we we're, we're getting through it here I, I think you know there's a little tug of war okay. i mean i totally get it but who's the artist no you know? no,
1: no. <laughs> hold on Oh my God! And also follow me at
0: mainstream music. I I can't for, I keep forgetting my page name. I need to change it. It's so long and convoluted. But really, the focus is um, the at louder than music podcast. We're on iTunes. Subscribe to us there, please, and support us and support us. Um, we're actually. Um, did you find the artist name yet? <laughs> No, don't, don't look at me. I feel so That's embarrassed. Okay. Like, hold
1: on. I get, I'm, I'm but in going.
0: summary, I get the point of what you're trying to say. You know, Budden is known to be an asshole, but there's also people coming from another perspective talking about Migos as well. You know what I mean? A lot of people. What are you finding there?
1: But what I am trying to say is...
0: These kids today. I'm
1: just like, oh, let's <laughs> revine because no one was yeah. having like like yeah. brain parts, you know. That's you so, know, everybody so, have those. We're know. talking about a lot no, of stuff. But so you gotta it. like I said, you gotta you have to No, because the only reason why I said this because I'm usually on the radio and we have breaks. I'm talking non stop oh, yeah. right these, now. These and I can recope on what I'm saying, you know. But back to saying <laughs> You're talking about the Migos. You're talking about Kodak Black. You're talking about all these new upcoming rappers. But then you got to look at Kevin Gage. You got to look at who else? Put him in that range. Put yeah, but a,
0: Kevin Gage. He's older. He's older, but. But he's
1: only like 25. He's, he's not he's, 25. He's not He's not, He's not. not older <laughs> than 27. He's not older than 27. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm so let me.
0: Whoa. Hold on,
1: y'all.
0: Hold
1: on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Seriously? Hold on. No, because I'll... Listen, listen. I'll be prepared, but you know how these things wow. go.
0: But, okay, but here's the thing. But I don't find a lot of younger kids really listening to him as heavily as they would Amigos or...
1: Because they're the hot top right now. Two the... years ago, the Amigos was... Y'all was listening to Freak No More, and now it's their little... Hottest song, which I love, because there was a hit. But at the same time, they're just coming up. You, you got people. It's their time to shine. Yes, I'm sorry. You're gonna. Everybody's gonna judge everything how it is. But at the end of the day, they made their image. But at the same time, like I'm going back to this interview, and I'm trying to rephrase this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're not looking at D'Amigos at the. Yes, he probably was offended. But at the same time, Joe Budden, low key. Come on, you—you well, uh, you set an yeah. example for old school. But here's how you I look old at it. man.
0: At, and, yeah. But on. here's how I look at situations. Out of all the new school artists that were there that night, Migos was the only one that got in the two
1: fights. But guess who? Was? Chris Brown and Joe Budden. What's wrong? And, and now Chris Brown? Listen, listen. The Migos didn't even get in the fight. Guess what they? It did? It was their entourage, no. wasn't it? From it the, from was, the okay. Show. First of all, it was their entourage. But mm-hmm. when you look at the video. Joe Button drops the mic and he's talking shit. Okay, you talking shit. So out of respect, they gonna respect them. They're gonna stand up. They're not about to sit down while someone talks shit. No, you gonna stand up. Like what you say? Guess
0: what? Okay. Guess what? I did say. I said out of in the spirit of hip hop, they stayed true to that. You to to maintain that, they had to they had to stand up to him. Mm -hmm. I'm glad they did because Way Button punked that one kid at Hot 97. You know he couldn't really do it. He even he tried to stand up for himself too. If you listen to the audio, but he
1: But, but, I say he but to at the to end of the day, right.
0: but at the end of the day, like I said, I feel like there's a lack of professionalism. Um, I feel like it's a coon circus, as just as the establishment had wanted hip hop to become. And again, I am. It is. It is. We, they they want us to look like coon babies, watermelon babies, whatever you want to say. You know, back in the day, there was that was an element, but it was never. It was always there to remind you that that you know we are you know, like going back to like the Tupac and i like, he had, I get around, he was having a good time and acting up, mm-hmm. but he never felt to remind people. Like, I know what's going on. I know politically what's good. KRS one, all of those artists, um, they never felt to remind you that even though I'm saying nigga, I'm saying this and I'm doing that and I'm in the streets, they never felt to just remind you that I know what's going on. These artists have no backbone these days. And in a way I'm glad, Budden did that. It was disrespectful. And it was out of the place, but you know, you need to, you need to I, I like what he's saying in the press right now too about Migos. He was like, mm-hmm. What do you call him? He said those little um petite those little diva niggas or something like it was out. He just he just came out with his um perspective, his story on the mm-hmm, situation. Right. And I'm glad he said that in all fairness, because you know, I think the young kids need to kind of be shaken up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, they're feeling themselves right now. Mm-hmm. And they do. I'm not taking away from Migos. I don't hate on Migos. I was watching the Viceland um, special and it's just quite intriguing how they've influenced a whole generation. Like every rapper takes from their style and their style is unique. And it's like, wow, like their whole gimmicky way of flowing and storytelling and style, all of that. I like, actually, I like Migos. They never really starting up with nobody. And they usually chill. But I'm just saying, I'm glad there's a little bit of opposition coming from the old school. Because people need to remember, it's not dead. They still pop off. Joe Budden, at the end of the day, is still a real nigga. And he acts but, like a real nigga. But dude. at the
1: same time, were they talking to him? What they referring to It doesn't to matter. Me?
0: Because but what, what it does it mean to be a real nigga? It's, it's, it don't matter. No, you, don't gotta it don't, you don't have to be You don't have to do acts.
1: anything. But if you yeah. look at the video... Nothing had to go Fuck off that list. No, I'm just
0: wondering. I'm saying. No,
1: go ahead. <laughs> no, because it, it's really like crawling up on me now because you have to look at that video. If I was someone, first of all, like I said, I'm tired of repeating myself, you guys. Like, I'm so serious. I'm tired of repeating myself. <laughs> See, these
0: y- this younger generation no, so hot Because
1: it, it, <laughs> it, it, it irks me because you're trying to look, make the Migos look bad and unprofessional. But at the end they of work. the day, but they weren't. They defended themselves. They defended themselves because he asked them a question from the smart mark. Have you <laughs> first of all you need to sit down and look at all these other interviews? How they turned out and how they have dogged the interviewer for asking that question. Did, who was that? Um, was it T.I. or I forgot was TI Switchable mm-hmm. or um Chris Bono, I forgot which one it was. And he was like, I told y'all motherfuckers to not ask him that damn question. Mm-hmm. And he walked off the stage. I
0: have to admit though, Kanye did the same thing a few years ago. He walked out okay. on a lot of interviews.
1: Okay, yeah. he has walked out, they have mm-hmm. dog interviews. You can thank
0: me later yet. for giving you more but, uh, but, ammo. But listen, <laughs> you, can thank you later.
1: but yet, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. yet, y'all wanna bash down Migos, for getting offended, okay, yes, you can argue about how, why did he get so offended, okay, it's social media, you're hearing this all the time, if I heard about them being left out or feeling like Quavo is about to top them and leave them behind, yes, you're going to be defending, and why are you going to ask a stupid question like that when you clearly heard my voice in this song, when you clearly saw me in the video, so I'm going to ask you, do you think I was left out in bad and Bougie? do you think Yes, I'm going. I'm going to ask you that stupid question because you just asked <laughs> me a stupid question, and and I'm sorry, but um, take off had the right. He could have talked. Dog- don't ask me that. He could have been like, don't ask me that stupid question. We'll do it he, look at the video? Look at the video. He could have did all that extra stuff, but yeah, Joe Button wanted to be make it bigger than it was because he was the wrong one. He was the disrespectful one. He. Was not the professional one? Like I said, it was a three minute interview. I don't care how, <laughs> finish the interview and go about your business. Finish the interview and dog his ass if you want to. Whatever, but finish the interview. Don't walk off on an interview. If I was the manager, I told you to stay at that interview and finish it. It's three minutes. Whoa. Keep it moving. You're making your money. What was the point of walking off? Yeah. Did he come at you wrong? No. Okay, yes, we have a lot of artists that's going to have bad attitudes, it's going to have bad energy, but you continue that interview. That was not your mm-hmm. place to walk off, drop this um the microphone right in front of them, and continue to talk shit. You could have did that outside when Chris Brown was talking shit to the Migos. <laughs> so, yes, they're going to feel, feel defended all the way. So, we're not about to bring up, oh, why is... This generation, so this no, it's about respect, it's about owning your own. So at the end of the day. The Mingles was right. And you just proved me that. So I'm sorry, <laughs> Joe Button, you are a grumpy-ass nigga, and I don't have time no. for that because at the end of the day, you had a job to do, and what did you do? You didn't do your job properly because you're not professional enough. Find an interview, do your own podcast if you want to. He does have one. Yes, and, and continue that. Don't be on BET being disrespectful like that because it wasn't your time. I will understand if the tables was turned and if Joe Budden asked him that question. Yes, it would have been altercated. But don't but don't start off something thinking you about to start off something because you don't like what they say. Oh, well, you were paid to do this interview. Continue. So no. now it's making me mad because I'm thinking about it. Everybody, y'all need to think about this interview. Who was wrong? Who was doing too much? At the end of the day, you can always feel defended you're not disrespecting anybody so I'm sorry I just acted a fool but that just after thinking, <laughs> no because after thinking about it you you like for real like why are you dogging me because you're saying I'm professional and I yes I'm gonna be defended because it's plain book when you say the sky is blue well um will said um why why isn't the sky blue? Blue. You see the motherfucker side blue. Like, you, you know, like he gotta be like, it's a so, stupid question. So, like, in, uh-uh. in
0: closing, my comments are, <laughs> shout out Joe Budden. I'm glad you did that shit, right or wrong, because, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, I'm glad he set that shit off, real talk. And I really don't need a reason to, pretty much, like I said, it's more of a, like I said, you have to have these bridge trolls. Um, people need to be reminded that, you know, there's something there I mean, I, maybe I'm analyzing it too deeply, but at the end of the day, when I watch the video, there's some kind of, there's some, there's some type of satisfaction in watching Joe Bunnan act a fool like this and really get into the ass of these younger people. Um, like I said, I still fuck with Migos. I like them. I never had a problem with it. But, you know, I'm glad he did it. And it's getting a lot of good publicity. The video's I been mean, played a billion times. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's good and bad spin. things out right of Nobody up. got shot. Nobody got stabbed. Nobody <laughs> got pushed. Nobody got killed. Um, so with that, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up. I want Sydney Whitney to go ahead. If you guys really no. enjoy, if you guys really enjoy her personality and her views on the situation, you can always tune in on Saturdays. And what's the name of your
1: station? Okay, so my station is the SLS Radio Show, and it's on north Coast Underground.com is on every Saturdays at one pm, and I have my co-host Lockhart. He is an older guy, and like I said, like if you see me, I'm I talk. I have a conversation. I talk about real things, things that is relevant. I just land. I just land. But. You like what we talk about? Is it's very interesting. Yes, I will be having my own podcast very very soon. Yes, and I am in the working of broadcasting school right now, so I am trying to get my name out. If you do want to follow me, my uh, um, Instagram is underscore underscore nikai n i k y a. It's you know you know you can follow me if you want to, but it's just my on personal. I'm not out there like that. But I love to talk. If you do like me, like again, go to NorthCoastUnderground.com, dot Saturdays, one o'clock. It's your girl, Sydney with me. Yeah.
0: And again, follow us at of the Music Podcast. Yes. I am the um I am the industry music co at I am the I am the industry music co. Um, also check out our website I am dot com. I'm Billy Small's Billy the Kid. Y'all know. Um, we're gonna go ahead and and tune out Sydney. I want you to give us a drop this time. So what this really means is you're gonna say I'm Sydney Whitney. Uh, you're tuned into I Am the
1: Industry. This is your girl Sydney Whitney, and you are tuned into I Am Industry. I Am the Industry. Com. Or I Am Industry.
0: I Am the Industry. All right, peace <laughs> out. <y'all>. Episode thirty <laughs> is done. We're out. We're out. We're done.